Take me home, Midland Road, to the place I belong, to the valley, to see the city. Take me home, Midland Road. Hello and welcome to the latest festive edition of a season with Bradford City. Hope everybody is well and what an impact a few good results can have on mood and optimism as we head towards a hectic football holiday period. Brilliant. Absolutely love it. We will hear from Brad Halliday shortly, but before that, I'd like to go to Graham Alexander's comments in his media conference on Thursday. Regular listeners will know that I don't usually play parts of that managerial conference, but there's some updates from Graham on form, January transfers and Jamie Walker. But he starts with details on the number of fit players he has available as we head into this busy, busy footballing period, um, full squad, yeah, full squad. So uh, there's you know, touch wood, no one on the treatment table at the moment. So um, yeah, everyone's training, everyone's uh, competing with each other, and uh, yeah, some decisions to make, uh, not just for the team, but obviously the the bench as well, because we got a lot of players. Um, so it's good to have them back. To be honest, you know, look, it's I've already spoke previously about it, but. You don't ever want to see players injured and, and not being out on that pitch, you know, training and enjoy their football. So it's good to see the, the lads that are, that are out there now. And um, for the first time, really, we're getting a consistent eye on some of them. So it's um, it's good for us. Must be the million dollar question for both you and Chris right now, but how do you keep everybody happy? Uh, the simple answer to that is you can't. Um, that, that's it. You know, I think you have to treat people with respect, you have to be honest with. Uh, any conversation you have with them, but um, that, that's it. And, and and train them as hard as they um, they expect to be trained, um, and not sort of ignored. That, that's the biggest thing for me. Um, is not ignoring anyone. Everyone's uh, got an opportunity to train and show what they can do. Um, but you have to sort of come to terms with. There's going to be you know players that are slightly despondent, a little bit disappointed if if they're not involved. I, I'd be uh, slightly perturbed if it was the other way around. To be honest, you know, if you've got 24 players all hoping or expecting to play, and and you see, I know five or six not not you know not fussed about not playing, then that, I think that's a, a worse sight to be honest. So, but what I would say is that the player I've not seen any players not training hard, not working well, uh, showing the respect for the players that are in the team, which I think is a big aspect of a, a proper squad working well together, is they understand that. Um, not just the, the results from, from the team, but the performance has been really good and, and the players are in the team are good players. Yeah. And how hard is it then to get into a team that is playing so well like they are at the moment? Well, it's as hard as it, it needs to be, really. I'm, I'm not going to be making unnecessary changes. I'm, I'm not that type of manager, I think. Um, I'd like to reward, I think I said to you this last week, I'd, I'd like to reward performances and results with, with the shirt again. I think that's the, the weekly sort of... Um, Sort of, uh, I don't know, target for every player to aim for, really. And uh, so it's, it's, um, you know, I, I, I would say I think I've, I've had conversations with players that are not uh, in the team at the moment. I've had conversations with players not in the squad at the moment, and some they've knocked on my door, some I've pulled them into the office just to um, them to get to understand how we run things, um, how we how we manage a, a team and a squad. Um, but also to give them a, an idea of what we expect from them and they can show us in training so they can get into the team. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's just, one of those, I'd rather it this way where I have decisions to make and, you know, I have to sort of 
um, not not manage people so so to speak, but you know have that communication with people rather than not having decisions to make and you know only having a bare eleven to pick from. That's not a, a position I want to be in as a manager. Did John Tomkinson take his chance? Will he keep that shirt? <laughs> that would be telling you the team. So, uh, <laughs> no, look, like I said, I want to reward performances and results with with the shirt. So, but you know he he was um, you know he was penciled in to play the week before. Um, you know, and I didn't see anything in in between the the, the postponed game against Salford, uh, and then obviously the Gillingham game to to change it. I, I thought he deserved his opportunity. I think he he played well in the in the cup. Um, he trained really well, and um, yeah, I thought he was um, he was excellent as long as well as the other players. But uh, so we'll we'll see. Um, you know, when we name the team, but uh, like I said, I'll give it away really with me saying I don't change the team for for too much, but. I always have to, you know, it's not of a case of, you know, slogging people to death either. If, if I see, you know, um, a player struggling energy-wise, you know, because we know what our output needs to be in any game. And, and they could have played the full game the, the, the week before, but if they're struggling for the next one, then I'll make a decision for, for the benefit of the team. So, you know, the, the individual sort of um, management by... I put in place is, is that carrot of winning your shirt, but I also have to balance it with what's best for the team. So I always try to get that balance right. I won't always get it right, but it's it's got to be um, some sort of consistency in how I pick a team. So, um, but we have a very busy period, as you said. You know, four games in eight days uh, coming up. So um, you know, I'd be surprised if we played the same eleven in all four games. When I look at someone like Bobby Point and Harry Chapman, who obviously weren't in the matchday squad on Saturday, yeah. and where they've played in their careers positionally, and the system that you're playing right now, is there a challenge for them to diversify their game to try and fit into the system that's being played? Um, well, we've given the opportunity to do that in the, the cup because um, Harry and Bobby have both played as the, the sort of eight in the in the midfield three, um, and uh, we've tried a couple of things in training with different formations like a 3-4-3 so to speak and a front three which opens the door for not only those two but a couple of other players because um, I want to I want to know what we have in the building um, you know so it's I'm not just going to cut off I know, a quarter of the squad just because we're playing this formation what I want to do is try and um, when we get through the season uh, see the players which deserve to be picked and, and find a structure that fits those you know and that, that's how we've come with this formation and um, because of the players we had available and, and playing at the time and um, but you know if it changes in the in the future it can change and I just want to know as much about the, the players as possible and I wanted to see if they can take up I think I said it in the first couple of weeks that you know I don't just pigeonhole any particular player in one one pocket of of the pitch I'll try to look at their attributes and see where they could um, be a benefit for the for us as a team just on January and, and recruitment and I guess conversations that you'll have with Ryan, with Stephen Gent as well, how does that dynamic work for you? Are they suggesting players to you? You give it a yes or a no? Are you going to them with players that you'd like to inquire about? How does it work? Yeah, well, at the moment, it's us ascertaining what we have in the building. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's the thing. So it's not like, oh yeah, he's a good player, he's a good player, but it's like, well, where do we need to improve? And that's the particular profile of player that we need to, to add to the ability and the quality we already have. So um, I, I don't, I certainly don't want you know, 50 different players being thrown at me in different positions where we've got 
five players for that position already. Um, so it's, it, it's, it's probably as much as I'm learning how Ryan and Stephen want to work or have worked so far, it's them probably learn about me and what we need for the team um, as well. So I think that's through constant dialogue and, and communication. And um, you know, we had a, a chat the other day, went through the squad completely and I was, you know, I'm pretty certain he will help us. I'm not sure about this guy because he hasn't had the opportunity yet and stuff, stuff like that, as I just explained. So, um, yeah, so we, I don't think there's vast amounts for us to, to bring in. I don't want to anyway, because yeah. I've spoke before about the number, the, the approximate number we want to work with. Um, but we can't be ignorant or blind to the fact that if we can improve, then we have to try and take that opportunity. That's the, the, the thing that we have to be um, quite disciplined with and stringent with ourselves. That if there's somebody there that we think can help this group be even better, then we have to do our best to try and add that guy to to our group. And um, but you know, like I said before, we it's not a long list. It's not a you know half a team to to get. I'm, I'm delighted with what the players have shown in in the last month or so, um, and hopefully that will continue. But um, yeah, so we we we'll just keep in constant dialogue, um, and um, if there's something we can do, I'm sure we'll try to do. Just finally, I wanted to ask you about Jamie Walker's form of, of late and how important he's been to this team. Not always played as an eight in his career, but it was yeah. something that he said after the game on Saturday that he's, he's really enjoying that opportunity. Yeah, um, I think Jamie's one of those players that you could probably play him at centre-half and they'd do a good job for you. You know what I mean? I think he might get beat in the air a little bit on crosses. <laughs> but no, I do. I genuinely think he, I think he's an intelligent footballer who absolutely commits to every every training session. He's flying around, you know, um, leaving a bit on people sometimes in training, and but fully committed, you know, putting himself in harm's way sometimes, you know, where you sort of wince a little bit, but comes out, he wants to win, he wants to compete, he wants to be a, a proper footballer, and um, I love that about him. Um, so I, th- I think, uh, look, he's he's there in that in that in that formation at the moment, but I think there's, um, I think he's a, a guy with a lot of tools in the box to to play football, and I think. Um, if you've got that energy, that commitment, that intelligence, then you know you're opening yourself up to to being picked a lot because you you know you, you're very versatile. And uh, but no, I've been delighted with Jamie. I think he's you know he's getting into the areas that we we're encouraging him and Gilly and Clark Adore and Alex Pats and all those all those guys to to keep getting those attacking areas because we know the quality they have. Um, but um, yeah, I've been delighted with Jamie. He's um, he, he's done really well. I think he's one of a group that's done really well and sort of I think they're enjoying how we want to do things I think they if whatever challenge we put in training they're up for it and um, so you know I'm sure it'll continue because I think he's been really consistent for for Bradford as a club and I knew about his qualities you know up in Scotland when when I first went up there so um, yeah he's doing really well so hopefully I'm sure it will continue. Great to hear from Graham there then and thanks as ever to BBC's Jamie Rayner for the questions. Earlier in the day, though, I spoke to City's Mr. Consistent Brad Halliday about his form and the season so far. Here's what he had to say. Right then, Brad, thanks for joining us. Um, it's been quite a season already. What's your sort of analysis of it so far? Um, I think it's been all right of late. Um, we started the season quite poorly. Um, but, yeah, since the new manager sort of came in, it's picked spirits and, and I think we're kicking on now. So, hopefully... We'll start climbing the table and, and moving to where we want to get to. Your performance level has been high despite some of the changes, um, managerial changes. 
how do you sort of, what's your mindset about that? And obviously you've got to be professional, I get that, but how do you deal with those sort of changes and, and how do you manage to keep that level consistently high? Yeah, I think um, I mentioned it 18 months ago when I first signed. Um, a big part of the game is just trying to be as consistent as I can and, and I pride myself in that. So um, obviously, of course, you're going to have bad games and you're going to have better games, but um, just try to be that medium sort of every game is, is what I try to do. And um, yeah, probably done it a few times a season so um, hopefully that can continue and and as you say uh, the results of recent have, have been good so um, hopefully we can get a few more of them Brilliant and what would you say has Graham Alexander done that's clearly working there has been a bit of a turnaround hasn't it in Fortune Yeah um, he's just came in he's been honest with the full group and, and he's got us working hard which I'm not saying pr- prior to, to him coming in we didn't work hard but um they're sort of the standards that he's that he's set, and and everyone's just sort of buzzing to sort of be around the place, and and the mood's lifted. Um, lads are coming in with a smile on the face. Obviously, it helps when you're winning games, but um, as I said, sort of credit to him coming in and and sort of helping us get to where we want to be. To. It's like you've written these questions for me because I was about to ask you for the mood there. Is it full of confidence? Everyone upbeat and, and... yeah, so it's it's easy to to. To ask that and, and answer that now, um, we've won the last few games. But um, since he's came in, I know we, we lost our first game, and and the lads were were, were still sort of happy and, and smiling and wanting to get to work. So um, obviously, the longer we can do that, um, hopefully we'll we'll sort of get the right results that we want. Take you back to half time at Notts County. Did that feel like a bit of a turning point in that sort of? I guess process of, of turning things around and implementing the sort of Graham style. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um, as what I was say, it like was, in there after? Because you were there. Yeah, it was obviously it weren't great. Four 0 down, and uh, we struggled really. And he just came in at half time and basically said, "Lads, um, we can't, we can't we can't concede anymore. Can't lose. So it's sort of gave us the freedom to just go, go and press them, go and get in the faces, try and make it as as tough as possible, and hopefully try try and get in the game and. Um, we we obviously managed to score two goals, but I do believe we we probably could have scored more, and and on a different day the the result could have been possibly four four five five. Like, um, but as I said, yeah, you, you maybe look at that as a turning point. But as I said before, then the foundations were set um, from the manager, and and everyone's just sort of followed. You're obviously experienced, but from a mindset point of view and, and mentality, I spoke to Harry Lewis early on in the season. And he said he has a coach externally that he uses just to, to help him along sometimes. Is that something you use or would you consider in the future? Um, I think it would definitely be something that I'd recommend to consider. Um, I personally don't use one. Um, I go home and sort of relax with my family and, and my little girl sort of gets me through them tough times when, when we're, we're losing. But um, as I said, it's, it's sort of taking yourself away from the football environment and and trying not to get too high when you're high and too low when you're low. Um, obviously, everyone copes with that different throughout, whether it's work or just general life experiences. So um, if it helps, I'd definitely recommend, obviously, people doing that. And, and that's great for, obviously, Harry with with him doing that. So, yeah. You mentioned your daughter there. How old is she? Does she wear what dad, dad does? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Got children myself. She's she's only eighteen months. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, so she's she's still about fairly new. Um, obviously, Christmas period and stuff. She doesn't really know what's going on, but 
she's just fascinated by all the lights and the trees and, and stuff like that. So, um, as I say, when I when I sort of get home, I try and switch off from football. It's sometimes hard to do, and I do take it home with me, which obviously I can only apologise to my missus and my <laughs> little one. But, um, no, as I say, it's, it's obviously it's great that she's there, and, and as I say, she gets me through the tough times, and Brilliant. so does my missus, yeah. Doncaster away then Friday evening. What are you uh, expecting from them? It's a crazy league, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's as I, as I sort of mentioned at the start of the season. Um, sort of anyone can beat anyone in this league. Um, there's no easy games. There's sort of a different game plan for for each team because each team sets up different and each team has different strengths and weaknesses. So, um, as I say, the manager sort of more focused on us and, and how we want to play and. And that's obviously it's great for us. So um, I'm just look, really looking forward to playing every game um, under the manager and sort of going forward, we'll, we'll sort of get to where we want to go to. And with that turning form, Brad, has he put in a target for you or is it the old, each game as, a, as it comes sort of situation? Yeah, no, I think um, the main thing is just taking each game at a time. So if you look at the last few results, each one of them game has been slightly different. Um but we've managed to be on the right side of the result, which ultimately that's the main aim. And and fortunately, we're doing that at the minute. So um, hopefully, we can continue doing that. I've just counted up before I started speaking to you. Ten games between now and the end of January. From my point of view, watching football across the pyramid, brilliant viewing. Do you enjoy it as much as as the as the supporters as well? Because it's game after game, yeah. literally, isn't it? No, yeah, as, as I, said, I love it. Um, the, the more games we we play and. Stuff like that. Um, just as you say, you can get in that mindset of being consistent, and, and when there's a game just around the corner, you can you can start focusing towards that. And and as you say, when you pick up bad results and and good results, um, if you pick up a bad one, you you look forward to the next game to, to changing that. And if you pick up a good one, you want to keep the momentum going. So, um, you know, as I say, I think I just look forward to each game, and there's plenty of lads in there that that probably agree with me. Let's get on to the important stuff then. Have you done your Christmas shopping? Uh, <laughs> sounds, like, yeah. sounds like there's a few extra presents you might have to buy this year. Um, I'll leave that to my missus, to be honest. <laughs> so I think she, she sort of understands with the busy schedule and stuff. Don't have too much time to sort of go shopping and stuff. But um, she's great at that sort of things. And it leaves me with one problem, and that's just sorting her out. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's good teamwork, you could say. And last one, Christmas Day. What's that like as, as a professional footballer? Obviously, you, you've got the uh, the home game on Boxing Day, so you're not travelling anywhere. But what's that like as a as a player? Um, I think in the back of the mind, you've always got um, the game on your mind the next day. So as I say, it's hard to sort of switch off from that and, and sort of enjoy family time. But um, that's what it's there for, and and we do do that. Luckily, um, throughout my career, I've probably had it off more times than I've been in which obviously I totally understand um, managers wanting to, to bring the players in because, as you say, it's a, there's a game the next day and, and you sort of, that's what you need to be prepared for. and um, Yeah, as I say, I, I'll, I'll enjoy it with, with my family and, but it will always be on the back of my mind. That, Brad, Merry Christmas and good luck on Friday evening. Yeah, Merry Christmas, cheers, mate. Thank you.
Take me home.